welcome to the unlucky number 13 episode of RuPaul's Drag Race season 14 of US. I'm the comedian master Annie. And I'm Minty. And she went wee 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 all the way home because I'm funny. <laughs> and this is a roast. Oh god, I butchered the joke. And this is fun untitled roast of every podcast fan F you. It's the thing with the pigs. This pig had roast beef. This pig had none. I have no idea. Oh wait, like the toes counting? Yeah. That's gross. I mean, feet stuff. But I skipped to the end and it didn't go in the middle. No setup, no punchline. What we learned from this episode, but Annie didn't get that message. So, in the mini challenge, they got paid a lot of money by Anastasia makeup to paint basically Rupert. Paul and Dolly Parton. So all the queens with melatonin went to the right. All the queens who might have colonized went on the left. Whoa. Nah, it's, I don't know Willow's ethnicity. I'm pretty sure she's white. Is she? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Well, she must be part white. So it's so dirty that the people who knew how to blend went to the left and the people who couldn't draw at all went to the right. And it's like, you guys didn't think about that when choosing teens? But also as hard as that, like, they had less people. Yeah, I guess. I didn't explain the tea. Well, well. It's not the most important thing. So Dolly Parton Team Wan and RuPaul considered this a hate crime. <laughs> so Team White gets to decide the turn order for the roast of Ross Matthews. Oh, I thought oh it was Matthew God. Ross for no. a second. He's been a judge since like season seven? Seven or eight. God. For a long time now. Well, he's a white man and I don't have to remember any white man's name. Well, apparently nobody knew who Ross Matthew was because nobody referenced his career. Or him at all, really. It's so sad that they didn't reference his book once. What book? When it was saying his crowning achievement before he started off as an intern, now he's mostly known for his book, they said. Oh, I have no idea. Yeah, because no one mentioned it. So Bosco had a lot to prove, was like, okay, I won't screw over the other team. In fact, I'll go first. Just bite that bullet. And all the other queens was like, slay. <laughs> Let's be honest. This episode was not that good. I mean, after Snatch Game, what do we expect? Yeah, no one's really funny. And this episode... Like, everyone kind of had, like, one good joke except Deja. But it's, like, it wasn't cringy bad, like, Snatch Game. So at least that will be memorable. But this was just very bland. And so it was a really boring episode. The Even... only good thing is there's no heckling from the judges. Bad for us. Good for them. Yeah, I mean, I like the heckling from the judges. Honestly, the only good thing was that two queens went home this episode. Spoilers. I mean, like, it was such a relief, right? Because that's what should have happened during the Lala Perusa. I mean, episode 13. You gotta send down to home. And also it's April Fool, so jokes on them. You're not so hot. You're not gonna know when this episode posts. My game theory is that the episode after the golden chocolate bar, there always had to be two queens who got sent home. Oh, uh, that makes sense, yeah. To kind of tip the scales. Yeah. Although, what about all the other shit? Don't ask me about that. <laughs> Just like selective confirmation, I will choose to ignore anything else that doesn't support me. Wow. So going down the order, we'll go over the performance and the outfit. First on the dock is Bosco. I think she started off strong. Again, none of these queens were that memorable except the really bad ones. Otherwise, they were just bland. I thought her joke about I got said goodbye to more than anyone else more than RuPaul when she enters the music recording booth. Okay, that was pretty good. I thought I went on a little too long. It wasn't that funny because she basically just said bye to six times. It wasn't that much. Oh, that wasn't too much? But you think Lady Camden one was okay? No, I just think six isn't a lot. That's like me saying, oh, I don't really know where I'm going with this. <laughs> I feel like George's. <laughs> 
I'm just saying, like, six isn't an impressive number to be like, that's a, a lot of times you got rejected. I feel like that is a lot. Oh, girl, have you never been rejected? Well, take a mile in my shoes. Pretty sure I have a fear of rejection. I have rejection sensitivity. Well, that shouldn't feel like a lot. I'm just saying. So, I will say Bosco, I remember being good. I only remember Bosco and Lady Camden being good. I don't remember Willow being good. Willow was okay. And I know Angeria was bad. But she just had the confidence to fake it till she made it. Yeah. So, I like Bosco's Blade 2-2 look. Look, for the runway, it was too, too many. Too, too much. Too, too much. And I got confused because I thought too, too much meant you put too many accessories and I missed a tutu. But a tutu should be completely flat or it's just a skirt. I don't know flat, but it does have to be like out there. Like half the girls here did not have a tutu. True. I thought Bosco's look was, I liked how campy it was. I just don't think execution was there. I just don't think it looked nice. Oh, I cannot tell you how much you would have fit in on DeviantArt Art in early 2000s. Sure, yeah, for sure. I guess that's why I'm biased. <laughs> then Georges. You know, I didn't think she did terribly bad. I didn't think she was like bottom two. Bottom three, yes, but not bottom two necessarily. Do you think she would have done just fine if she just didn't hesitate as much? Yeah, because delivery is like more than anything, right? Like look at Angeria's delivery. Although there was Untucked and Annie missed Untucked, but they showed some moments where I just really did um stink. Uh, they were just like mean stuff, but it wasn't like a joke. So I was like, whoa, not funny at all. That reminds me, everyone bit was really short. Very short and mostly about Michelle Visage. Yeah. Like, why didn't anyone say a lot about Ross? I feel like only Lady Camden at the end said a lot about Ross but all the other queens did pop shot at the other judges. Yeah. I'm surprised no one referenced the intern. That's like what he's famous for. I mean, The Daily Show was like a huge popular show. I know these queens are younger in age but still, it's like if you're gonna reference something, that's the thing you reference. So, George, I remember she did the stupid diaper joke and I really hated that. Oh, Oh yeah, that was a bad one. And then RuPaul's like laughing. It's true. Like shut up, RuPaul. Yeah, yeah. Who's the one that did the blood sacrifice joke that they were gonna kill Georges? Or... That was Willow. Okay, never mind then. That was. I don't like easy jokes like that. But I guess everyone did easy jokes like that, so I can't blame anyone. I guess that's what they were saying about the roast, right? It's just like short setup, punchline. Short setup, punchline. You just keep going like that. Like how many times did I hear Michelle was a whore? Yeah, it's very old, and there's no like unique or funny twist to it after a while. Right. For George's look, tutu, yay or nay? Nay, for sure. It, it kind of gave me like that, like she was trying to do like, you know like Grease where they say Sandy became a good girl then a bad girl? Kind of felt like that but combining the two ideas. I felt like George's had a bikini to go out in but because of all the critiques she changed last minute. That could be true, yeah. Because it was a big mismatch and I'm surprised she came in like flat short black hair again like it's just so off-putting because like the one thing about drag queens is big hair because no one really puts on big hair anymore but it's like it's just really flat again then move on to widow pill because I don't want a big pill I think she did like better than average yeah in this group anyways in this group I don't think I laughed out loud at anything yeah besides that blood sack with you said I don't remember her other jokes so let's move on to her outfit that apparently everyone loves Aquila Deville. I did like it. I like the regalness of it. I like anything that's kind of like a backing in a sense. You know, like how the thing from the neck really goes high above her head. Oh. So I like backings like that. It was okay. I wasn't really into how pink the like gloves and shoes was because I like black, white, and red. But this was pink and I was like, it's off putting. I thought this was a borderline tutu. I wouldn't even call it that. <laughs> Yo, I was trying to give your girl a chance. I mean, either 
you meet the brief or you don't. And it kind of doesn't. Then we move on to Angeria. I mean, we said what we've had to say, right? The delivery was good. Her jokes were... You might have had one good one, but I can't remember. So let's move on to her ugly, ugly outfit. Oh my god, it was so ugly. It's like, this is a tutu gown. No, honey, it was a mistake. It's just ruffles. It really is. Right? Like, it's an ugly color. It's an ugly dress. It has ugly design parts. There's nothing good about it. And the wig's not part of the outfit, so it's like... I mean, she kind of was a lemon-lime sprite. Sure, I mean, I like the hair. That's all I can say about this look. Was her dress Mountain Dew color? No, it's, the, it's like radioactive color. Is that not what you taste when you drink Mountain Dew? <laughs> Do you not feel a jolt of energy, like an arm's gonna jump out of your spine? I thought that's why gamers drink it, is when they die from Call of Duty, they die in real life, so they need a radioactive boost. Or a diabetes boost. Does anyone even play Call of Duty anymore? Is it Fortnite? I'm pretty sure. Oh, okay. Jeez, I don't know. Now that you mentioned Fortnite. Uh oh. Speaking of diabetes, there's <laughs> diabetes. See, what's hard is that I think sometimes when a queen is really bombing, they go to a lot of, like, confessionals. So you don't really get to hear a lot of Daya stuff. You just hear mostly Willow's comments on how Daya's setups are super long and then there's no joke at the end. So not only are you not funny, but you're wasting my time. That was funny. That reminds me, why did all the girls dress really punk? You know, I don't know. There was a weird theme going on. Except Deja. Deja was, I don't know what the hell she was dressed as. Bosco's wig was the most range I've ever seen Bosco. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, you know, they just took too long and Daya, Daya took too fuck. Well, after today, I won't get that mistake done, <laughs> right? Am I right? Hey, we've been asking for this for a long time. So, let's go with Daya's recycle look, which I think is bullshit that you buy a shirt from Goodwill and you call it recycled. Well, I guess the idea is like, somebody donated it to Goodwill and they didn't put it in the landfill and then you like repurposing it. Kind I of. I think if you want to call it repurposing, you have to completely transform the jacket. Sure. So unless they dyed it or whatever, I like Daya's color scheme, and that's all I'll pretty much say about that. The crown was really crafty, and it was really weird how it didn't stick onto the head, right? Yes. That was an ice cream cone at first. I just don't know what the look was, and it wasn't a good-looking look either, so it's like, I don't know what this is, and it doesn't look good. Sometimes I think about Daya saying, I'm not crystal method, I'm more darker and edgier, and for the most part, I've seen Daya come out and really taste so cute or shave heads. Yeah, I mean, sometimes she does, like, the, um the mullet kind of thing or like you said the shaved head so but those are some of her worst looks like my opinion I don't know people seem to like that kissed look from last week's episode oh your Instagram account that does holes that you love so much I do not find them valid yeah well they are tilted they owe me money <laughs> because I lost a lot of money via bets and gambling because your favorite looks are not everyone else's favorite looks no because everyone else is wrong yeah I'm sure that, that's it that must be the narrative we got twisted into so moving on to day Deja. Deja was like ex spectacularly bad. Was and it cringe, but? Yeah. Did you like that Bigfoot joke? No, I didn't like it. It just compared to, I think it was last year with Simone. Utica. Oh, Utica. No, Utica is the iconic, super terrible that's almost good just for like TV value wise. Gotcha. But Deja was bad. In the untucked, Deja was like, oh, I didn't listen to the consultants because I thought if I thought the joke would land, then I should do it. But I didn't think I was like insulted them if I didn't listen to them. And I'm like, what do you think it means when you don't listen to people and they're trying to help you and they're literally the ones judging you? That makes no sense to me because that's like saying, I want to appease person A, show person A what it is and person A, I don't like it. And the person's like, oh, maybe if I show it to you in five minutes, you might like it. Yeah, it's just, it was dumb. And like, her jokes were bad. She had one heckle and 
I hate when a queen comes out in like a prom dress. Like it's so fucking basic and pedestrian. And prom dresses don't usually look good. Now what's the difference between a prom dress and let's say a really formal dress like Angeria's type of dress? I think a prom dress is basically a bigger version of what you would give a five-year-old. Got it. Cut deep. They're just ugly. Like this was, like I like the colors of Deja, but I just think it was an ugly look. It was very pedestrian and it's like, there's not even like, like if you did like an 80s prom prom theme kind of thing then maybe right because then it looks like out of this world or like not of this timeline but it, it wasn't it was just like boring gave me giant Katy perry california girl vibe even then i would expect more colors oh yeah i forgot dia and deja both didn't wear tutu imo oh for sure yeah then lady camden hers was good but her whole shouting into the anal cavity was too fucking long this is why she couldn't win i think she should just stuck with it's britney bitch that was the only funny one yeah yeah. And I didn't get why she didn't bring that it was supposed to be a fart, not just a cave. Oh. Like, that's what they told you, right? Like, I don't know if anything cut it out, but... And how come they didn't put the whole Michelle's two left feet, like, the dance, you know, left her body? Well, as we can tell, they cut out a lot of jokes. Maybe if it already landed in the practice performance, they just take out for the final. I guess so. It just seems weird. Oh, the whole editing for this episode was all wonky. The editing for this season is wonky. And the production. Man, everyone gotta edit from home. Gives them a break with these COVID ass times. <laughs> oh, but her look was beautiful. Oh, look, uh, the ballerina delivered. Oh my god, it was just like everything you expect. Except, I'm surprised she didn't walk out like a ballerina. I, I think they call it like pointy or pointe. Like, I know Brooklyn Heights did it once, and I can't remember who the second queen was because it was a very early season who did it. So I was like, I mean, she came out basically in a heel that kind of looked like a um, ballerina shoe, just like how she did for a talent competition. But I was just... But otherwise than that, it was like a beautiful look. I think... I always think about the behind the scenes. And I think her shoe must have broke. What shoe? Her ballerina shoes. The flats? Like maybe the strap broke or something. Because remember that time? You made me watch that video against my will. And Jujubee, she came out in really ugly dresses because her designer fell through. So she had to make last minute scraps. I I get it. But I I just wanted the whole ballerina experience. That's all I'm saying. Oh, but she put that weird bejeweled on the shoes you wouldn't have noticed shit yeah maybe so Bosco won because they can't and talked about buttholes too much and then we had a three-way lip sync against the Powerpuff Girls that was kind of cool but let's face it Georges, Daya and Deja phoned it in to an extremely good song good for you even though I know that song has a lot of drama behind it because um there's drama yeah because basically people saying it's just a misery business by Paramore so she had to change it so that way it was giving writing partial credit to Paramore what? So yeah, oh. it's a good song, but basically it copied Misery Business. You can find videos of people comparing it. It really is similar. I gotta look it up after this. Oh yeah, go for it. Okay, my problem was Deja, get out of here. You weren't winning. Deja's terrible. This whole stupid, I'm the only one who was labeled the lip sync assassin. I was like, shut up, Deja. You're not a lip sync assassin. You are lucky you're here. I also thought Daya should have won that first lip sync in the second episode. And then George's, I like her little shimmy, but at one part of the song, I was like, oh, she doesn't know the words. I, I mean, okay, what I can't stand is like, in the confessional, George is like, I'm in the bottom for like the fifth time, so I really gotta turn it 
out. But come on. We all saw that she phoned it in. She didn't give a shit anymore. She just wanted out of the competition. I mean, they've been hinting that in the previous episode of how she just gives up. Yeah, and I'm like, jeez. Just like, just eliminate yourself then. I thought Daya did her best. She just wasn't good. No, yeah, I mean, I don't think Daya's that good of a lip syncer. I mean, I still don't know how she won respect against Jasmine Kennedy. Besides production, wanted Jasmine to go home. And see Jasmine dance three times. Oh, well, yeah, that too. So, we've all been begging it. George's and Deja went home. It's, I always hate how the eliminated queens have to share the limelight when they leave. I do hate that too. It's just like, well, Ripperoni, I guess you weren't important enough to say good, you know. I know, I must feel shitty for the queens too because it's kind of like, this is your moment and this is like your lasting impression and your lasting impression is that you went out with someone else and you did really bad in the challenge and the lip sync. So now we only have one melanin queen. I know, right? Like, because it was like Jada, then Simone, and now it's like, is Angeria gonna keep the torch up or before Jada. You know season Eviati was season 11 so she's also another black queen Then 10 was Aquaria. I mean maybe we push the melanin torch we put it down for a while and we give it to a trans queen now. No all size 6 did that. All size 5 was Shea Coulee. Ah, no, and that's what I'm saying. Every winner now is going to be trans and then one day we'll hit trans melanin. Oh. You I'm think s- Willow will win this? Or Willow or Bosco I guess. Yes. I'm saying no more cis queens who's white gonna win ever again. Isn't your horse Lady Camden? Yeah, she's not gonna win. I don't know. I do kind of feel like she's a forerunner. She's a forerunner, but, you know, are we really gonna let a white cis man win? Not on this channel. (laughs) So next week, we are going to do a music video, Catwalk. And none of these queens really dance, so that's gonna be fun. Willow dance? Willow, can she do this kind of music? And, you know, hopefully we'll get to our final four and see what the hell they're gonna do because if they do another lip sync smackdown, they jump the shark. That's what I was saying when they're in the Lollapurusa. And it sucks because they can't dance and they're not funny, so what? And it looks like okay, so what am I looking forward to? Bye.